0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 94, recorded today, Wednesday, a day late, sorry, October 7th, 2020, coming towards the end of the year here. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the wonderful Ahmed.
1: Hello. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for joining us.
0: <laughs> today we have a special guest. Thank you for being a, a special guest star. Yeah, I was going to say today we have a special a...
1: guest and like name a random celebrity, but I couldn't think of anyone off the top of my head. The first one that came to mind was Adam Driver, and I'm like, why him?
0: Why is it always Adam Driver? Always?
1: When has it ever been Adam
0: Driver? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it always is. I don't
1: know why that was just the first person. Uh, Leans in
0: close. Uh, Kylo Ren.
1: (laughs) Adam, are you with us? How does he talk? But I feel like with Adam
0: Driver, when you reference it, it's always from that wedding movie or the divorce movie. Marriage story? (laughs) That one, yeah. (laughs) Because, I don't know, I just, like, I don't know. I feel like whenever you talk about him, it's always like... In a not-Star Wars setting. And I can't think of any other... Wait, wasn't Adam Driver in Girls? Yes.
1: That was our first oh introduction to it.
0: Holy shit. Anyways. He's,
1: he basically plays himself in every piece of media. Like, that's just who, yes. him. Yes. I don't know. A whiny a whiny child? Basically. He really is a whiny yeah. child in those movies. Anyways. Well. Like, come on. Grow up. Shut up.
0: <laughs> anyway. How old is Adam Driver? I think he's like... I'm going to take a wild old? guess. 36. Alright, final answer? Sure. You're so full of shit. You looked it I up. absolutely
1: did not look it up. Is he actually
0: 36? He's 36 or oh, old? Oh, anyways. <laughs> November 19th, 1983. Oh, happy early birthday. Adam Driver was born. 1983? Okay. 1983. How old is Daisy
1: Ridley? Mm, 29. Mm, 28. Close. Okay. I was close. That's
0: close. What fine. about... Uh, let me think of another one. Hold on. <laughs> What about Hayden Christensen?
1: Uh, I don't know. He's definitely in his thirties, thirty-five. I don't know.
0: Thirty-nine. Oh, uh, 39? Oscar Isaac.
1: Oh. Oscar Isaac is forty-four.
0: Forty-one. At least you're like in oh, the range. Okay. I knew
1: he was in his forties. How,
0: how old is Mark Hamill? Uh, sixty-two. <laughs> I don't know. Sixty-nine. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Right. How about John Boyega? He's like
1: 28 or 27. I'll say 28.
0: uh John Boyega is 28 age, too. How are you getting <laughs> these right?
1: I know he's our age, or at least. How about Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves is immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves is hundreds of years old. um I think officially he's like, I don't know, 50. He's in his 50s. 53, 52?
0: 56. Okay.
1: That was close. Uh Wait, you still think at the Her- Google suggestions?
0: Well yeah, first it was Google suggestions, and now I've got a whole list of them. It's like people also search for it's a whole scroll wheel. Um which are all like Star Wars related. Feel but. free
1: to play along at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about Harrison Ford? Uh seventy nine. Seventy eight. so close. Alright, I hate you. You're too good at this game. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I feel like I don't know. It's pretty easy to guess. I guess it is kind of easy to guess. So I've got to tell you. Uh I don't know. I gotta
1: tell you. <laughs> what do you gotta tell me?
0: It's been a wild week. It has been. It has been an absolutely wild week. Uh it's been a wild, I don't know, past couple weeks, October itself. We recorded it once in October already, right? Yeah, right in the beginning. Uh no, last yeah. episode
1: was September 29th.
0: So wait, at that point, was that when did Trump get coronavirus? That last weekend? Uh yeah
1: yeah it was
0: like monday of last week. wait what i'm so no, confused i'm suddenly. pretty sure i'm pretty sure it was thursday thursday yes yes, deb- yes 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 because was on the monday. debate was a week ago when was the debate
1: the debate was on a monday and he contracted coronavirus on earth it was confirmed that he had the coronavirus on thursday October first
0: um three days after the debate
1: okay. i just remembered a three days thing so uh, yeah
0: yeah, the debate, the presidential debate, was on the 29th. So. Oh, the Tuesday. Um, okay, so
1: then he confirm he got it on Friday. It was uh, Friday because I was at the museum, of natural history. <laughs> I remember reading about the news. I remember exactly where I was when it all went down. It did. I was like looking at a zebra or something. <laughs> I
0: anyway, saw the, the, the the uh the political space is uh, a wild time. It truly so, is, and we are recording this live during the. Uh, during the, uh, what do you call it? The vice West. presidential debate, so. Yeah. It's funny. Who fine. knows what that's gonna look like. I feel
1: like the debates, not to get, like, political or whatever, just, I feel like the debates do nothing. Like, what is the point? I feel like everyone knows who they're voting for at this point, and there's nothing that's gonna sway anyone. I feel like anyone who says they're undecided is a liar. <laughs> like, I feel like you just, you just right. know at this point. Like, the two sides are so vastly different that
0: you know. I don't know. The debates, yeah. I feel like it's all just, it's theater. It's for fun, for show. I also feel like the the VP debate tonight is probably more important than the last presidential debate, but that's another story. So anyway, probably. moving on. Yes. The reason I said it is because a thumbnail popped up, and Mike Pence just looks very like he's always looks like he looks like Charlie Brown. He looks very sad all the time. <laughs> I just feel bad for him. Charlie Brown. I, he's just always looking. He's just oh like God. so. He's got that mean mugging smirk, like he's really sad. He's like, like he's just about to start crying. That's fine. So he can cry anyways (laughs) they they all look crazy politics are crazy uh we've uh we're not gonna go down this rabbit hole so let's talk about better things and happier things yes like video games it is a crazy time buckle in people this next month yeah pretty much the next month as of like no no month and a half we'll say uh in the next month and a half it is going to be a crazy time in the video game space uh we are going to be headfirst into the next generation of video games on that note before we jump into all that good stuff, Ahmed, what have you been playing this week? I know you've been kicking ass and taking names in the actually beating video game space, which is a new space for you, so
1: I beat not one, not two, not three, not four, but five different video games within this past week. Granted, I did have the week off work, so I had plenty of time to finally to finally beat a bunch of games and knock them off my list, but I made use of the time. I was very productive. Um So I finally beat Horizon Zero Dawn. I 100%ed it and got the Platinum Trophy. Uh, I decided not to play the DLC just because it's like another 15 hours and I'm tired. Um, Maybe. Wait, the DLC is 15 hours? Apparently. When I looked it up, it was like another 15 hours of content. I was like, "Mm, I'm good. Frozen
0: Wild? I don't know about that.
1: Look it up. Look up how long Frozen Wild is. Um, But I put like 57 hours into that game. And I was like, that's enough for now. I'll come back to this another time. I have a lot of other things that I need to play. Um,
0: You're right. It is 15 hours long. That is insane. Yeah,
1: it's a big, it's a big Oh,
0: pass. the main quests are certainly short, but the side quests add quite a bit of length. Okay.
1: Yeah, like, so the, it's weird because it fits into the original story. So now that I've beat the game, it's kind of like you'd be going back in time to before you beat it and, like, deal with more quests and stuff and different monsters and, I don't know. I just, I don't have any motivation to play <laughs> anymore at the moment. Like, I feel like very satisfied. I did everything. I'm good with my one platinum trophy. I don't need to get another one. Just like Spider-Man. Like, I 100% platinum the original, and I haven't finished the DLC just because it's, like, frustrating. Yeah. DLC is just super hard for no reason. They're like, oh, you had a good time beating the first one? What if we gave you a hard time next time? Anyway.
0: I, I struggle with DLC because DLC is hit or miss. DLC is, like, Frozen Wilds or, yeah, Frozen Wilds seems to be one of those things where it actually adds good content whereas Spider-Man it's very much like not shoehorned in content but it just adds it's just annoying missions like <laughs> yeah adds stuff that's not substantial so yeah. uh, much like you I bought the all the downloadable content packs and barely played them so yeah. proud to say that thank you everyone I did 100% um, the
1: first one I remember of the DLC or for Spider-Man but I didn't I got through like half of the second one and I'm like stuck on one of these missions and I don't want to like I got so frustrated that I just turned the game off and that was <laughs> that's that Right. Um, but
0: I will, th- and this is where, and we'll jump into this a little bit later, but we talked about this a little bit in the past too is where, like, if Spider Man yeah, Remastered picked up from your save game, I'd probably go in and dabble in it and, like, maybe do the DLC, and that'd be, like, my time with the remastered version. But Sony said choke. So that's not yeah, happening. Yeah, that is very
1: frustrating. So, no, I'm good. Yeah. It's okay. pass. But I'm
0: very happy you finally beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. That is awesome. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. As much as we've begged you to play for the past, I don't know, five years, uh, the game is fantastic. I just, I knew is... it was going to be
1: like a long or a big undertaking, so that's why I put it off for so long. I'm like, ugh, do I have 60 hours? And
0: so I'm, totally worth it, though. Yes,
1: no, the story was incredible. Like I was genuinely so engrossed. Like I would listen to all of the audio data points like in full. Cause I was like, wait, I'd have to know what happens to Travis Tate or whatever that man's name was. Um, yeah, so. that,
0: that's excessive. I don't know. I, I can't, <laughs> I still struggle with getting into the side stuff of, you know, whatever the tapes or like the journal entries, like even in the last of us, I kind of tried to get into the part two and I'm like, okay, like, so like there's a family here and then they presumably died or there was someone here and then they presumably died or, you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard for me to get engrossed in that kind of stuff, but it's interesting lore that they put in nonetheless yeah no
1: it was it's just really the whole story and the lore is really really interesting or i thought it was really interesting to me uh much more interesting than like the whole like the tribe wars or whatever so i'll be interested to see what happens with forbidden west now that we like kind of know what happened at the end of the world so to speak um does forbidden west go more into that story because that was what really interested me in this first one um so i don't know we shall see Got some time. I am
0: super, super, super excited for Forbidden West. So, yes, um, I'm glad that that's not only announced, uh, but it's also obviously it seems to be coming sooner rather than later, which is awesome. Yeah,
1: sometime in 2021. I don't
0: remember what did they say. When in they said, I don't think they said Forbidden West. I don't think they ever rattled off a, a date, but they mentioned it was coming to PS Five or Four as well. Yeah. So that gives me hope that it'll be sooner rather than later. It just says 2021.
1: Okay, I would, if I had to guess, I would say, like, first half of 2021, but who knows? Who is to say? Um, But yeah, if you haven't played Horizon, absolutely recommended. Um, I think we'd mentioned this before, but I think the reason it kind of was, flew under the radar a bit is because it came out the exact same week as the Switch and Breath of the Wild, Um, and so, kind of, you know... Horizon? Yeah, literally three days before. So... Uh, it kind of like it had its moment in the sunshine and then breath of the wild said i'm gonna take all the game of the year awards bye <laughs> and then that would happen yeah but it was excellent nonetheless um other games that i beat i guess they don't really count <laughs> but they kind of they count but like not they're not of the scope of horizon um i beat with the golf which was excellent um genuinely loved it 10 out of 10
0: would recommend um, I gotta tell you, it makes me so happy when you beat games that I actually recommend to you. And we're two for two right now, so <laughs> yeah, keep going. You're
1: welcome. Um, I finally sat down... Thanks for also buying Overwatch, by the way. Also buying Overwatch? Oh, you're welcome. Yes, you were the one who I had to beg to you, this you this to buy true.
0: Overwatch, and you've got how many hours in there now? Like, 100,000 million?
1: Okay. I'm almost at 500. Anyways,
0: <laughs> so... That is insane. You could have beaten so many other games, but go on.
1: I almost put the, like, the same exact amount in Animal Crossing, but whatever. I'm saving my, my energy for Cyberpunk when it comes out. So... i finally played and beat gone home which is only like a two-hour game um but it was like one of those free on playstation plus games it was originally on pc it's kind of like a point and click um but it was like it's not spooky it's not scary but you're in like a house where there's a thunderstorm and it was like dark and you're learning the story um i don't know i thought it was pretty cool i streamed that one and then i also streamed journey which has been out forever now this was originally on like ps3 i think um But it was, it's one of those games that's also like just two hours and you have to do it in one sitting. So I finally beat that, which was cool. Um, And then I bought and played and beat all in the same night uh, Little Nightmares, which I hadn't heard of the series until I saw Little Nightmares 2 announced for, I don't remember which, if it was an Xbox or PlayStation conference, but it was at one of those um, things that they did. But Little Nightmares 1 is available on on PC. So I bought it there and I got the DLC and I beat all of it. It was super cool. It's in the vein of... um, What are those side-scrolling games? There's one that's called Inside, and then there's another one that's called... Limbo. Limbo. That's what it is. Okay, I couldn't figure it out for... Left of Me. Yeah, it's very in the vein of those kind of games where it's like um, kind of side-scrolling, little puzzle adventure um, that's like kind of dark and creepy. Uh, But it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. And then, yeah, that's it for the video games. Uh, Next up on the list, I will be beating... Wolf Among Us, and then playing some more horror games, Resident Evil Two and whatnot for Halloween. Um, and then- that's good.
0: I'm glad. I Journey, Journey was I, I played that on PS3 when it first came out. PS4? What did it come out on? I PS3. I want to say it
1: came out in PS3. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: played. I played and I bought it and played it on PS3, and that was like one of the first games. Well, not even one of the first games, but it's rare that I sit and beat it and play. A, excuse me. Sit. Play and beat a game in one sitting, kind of like what you were just talking about, and that was one of them that I did because it's so short. Yeah, and that was one that did you like get buddied up with like a random person online?
1: Yeah, there was a few random people that I encountered, uh, which was a which cool is concept. really cool. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that it was even online.
0: Right. Yeah, and and like you don't really notice you're just playing, and all of a sudden like people are popping in. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm glad to hear you really enjoyed Little Nightmares because that's one that I know is really it seems to be well received and all i know is that the port on switch is garbage so <laughs> i was you, you played it on pc yeah i was
1: looking up where to buy it whether should i should get it on whether i should get it on pc or switch and it was like the switch performance is lacking i was like okay i'll just get it on pc that's fine and i found yeah. like a super cheap game code you can get like the complete edition from like cd keys or one of those sites like g2a for like five bucks um hmm. so it was super super cheap
0: well that's good i'm glad i'm glad you bought it i'm glad you're ready for little nightmares too Yes, um, I've never had a uh, never had a little nightmare. So <laughs> I've never had a to. little nightmare. It's but like
1: not that's good. Scary, but it's so it's actually funny. There's this one. So I guess the story it doesn't really tell you where you are, but you're on like a ship, basically, and you're like this little person trying to escape. It's kind of like if Tim Burton made a video game. So it's not like there's no jump scares, but there are monsters that you have to escape from, and one of the monsters is like this weird looking chef that almost looks like he's wearing a mask that's like droopy faced like the ones that you find in Halloween stores but like I think that's just his face and when he spots oh, wow. you the way he screams you know that clip of when we played Yeti Hunter in Overwatch stop <laughs> and you're like Wah! that's exactly how he screams every time that curse noise oh my god I, I have to pull that maybe I'll let this man live. edit it into this website or into this podcast so you guys can know oh, um, that's okay
0: it's fine. Expose me.
1: I will. Um, oh, sorry. And then I am on the last episode of Legend of Korra, so I'm all prepared for Haunting of Blind Manor, which comes out Friday? Friday. Um, so I can't wait to watch that all weekend. And then I watched two movies. I don't understand.
0: You say you're prepared, as in, like, you just have... You're done with Korra, so you can watch it, right? Yes. <laughs> the way you... You said it right before the show. You're like, yeah, I'm finishing Legend of Korra, so I'm ready for whatever the hell you said. I did not even remember what you said. Bly Manor. I thought... Oh, I thought you said "My Man," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> Hello?" <Yes. laughs> um, the Legend of Korra sequel, "My Man." Surprise. Um, no, I, I, I'm just weird when it comes to
1: watching TV shows. I can't like watch more than one TV show at a time. So like, once I finish Korra, then I can watch Black Manner. Once I finish Black Manner, then I can move on to the next show.
0: I hear you on that because like your brain starts to go all over the place, and you're like, "What happened in this show?" And then you get lost and you forget. Exactly. Because we have pea brains, so I, I agree with you. <laughs>
1: Basically, I'm a I'm a lizard. So yeah, now that I'm finished with Korra. That's done off the list. I can move on to, to blind Um I did watch movies finally for the first time. I think, well, I guess Mulan counted, but like before Mulan, we watched Underworld, and that was it. Like I haven't seen a movie <laughs> in forever. Um, so I finally watched uh, two movies. I'm, I have like a whole list of ho- ho- horror. <laughs> can I speak horror movies that I'm trying to watch for this month? Um, and I started with Scare Me, which is an original on Shudder, and also Host other original on shutter um both were really good scare me is more of like a horror comedy and host is just straight up terrifying i thought it was really really well done but it's only like 50 minutes long uh, which i think is good because i think if it was longer it might have dragged on for too much um but they were good and yeah that was my my exciting fun-filled video game beating movie watching week museum attending
0: you poo- <laughs> you posted a clip or sent me a clip of that scare me movie <laughs> when i tell you i watched it maybe seven times i'm like what the hell is going with
1: on? the one with the the we're dead babies we have really bad scabies that
0: one no oh no it was uh the girl singing she was singing about yeah and she's
1: like we're all gonna die or something or kill your children yeah. and your brothers and your sisters and your brothers yes yeah, that
0: one. <laughs> yeah that, I was very confused the
1: movie so the premise of scare me is these writers are like in a cabin and they get trapped, and there's no power, so they're, like they're both like horror writers, and so they're like, okay, let's you have to like try to scare me, and so they like tell each other scary stories, and like they go off the rails with some of the stories, and one of them is like a musical, and I don't know it's very interesting. I thought it was funny mm. <laughs> mm. Inter- <laughs>
0: interesting humor. interesting humor interesting humor. It was wild. Well, that's good. Well, you've had a very action-packed week, I will say. Uh, I think that goes without saying, but I'll say it. Uh, I've been playing Super Mario Sunshine. I've, I keep picking it up, and it's like it's the perfect Switch game. I don't know because it's just a pick-up and play Mario game. But it's it's not. It's the only. Well, it's the one that feels most natural, I guess, to me because it's kind of the same button layout. There's no like, control stick for N64, which kind of makes it awkward, or touchscreen controls for Galaxy, so it's a happy medium that I, I'll pick up, I'll get a shine, and then I'll move on um, to something else, or, or continue doing whatever I was doing. So, I'm happily making my way through Sunshine, so glad to see that I'm actually playing this collection of, of emulated games. Um, nice. I'm excited for you. Yeah, so then I also downloaded Super Mario 35, and I actually played that last night? Yeah, I guess it was last night. And it's super interesting. I don't fully understand the concept just yet. Like, (laughs) you're running through levels just like everybody else. And every time you get a coin, in the normal ways you would get a coin, you get, like, when you hit 20 coins, you can, like, cash it out for a question mark block. And that could be, like, a mushroom or a star or a fire flower or a pow block. So, and then every enemy that you kill is, like, you know how when you clear a line in Tetris, it, like, goes to an opponent? Yes. Every time you kill an enemy, it goes to the opponent and drops enemies on their screen. Mm. So, like, there'll come a point, in which I love, because it's almost like a Super Mario Maker 2 kind of deal, where it's almost like like levels that people made, where I'm going through, and, like, last night, I was playing one level 1-2 in the underground or whatever, in the little, I don't know, what, what do you call that area? It's, like, the underground area. Yeah, the underground rooms. Um, yeah, so I'm going through, and there's, like the little uh the water guys the the squid guys and like there's the cheap cheeps flying through and like there's also like a thousand goombas maybe not a thousand but a lot of them and there's also uh uh, koopas in there as well so i don't know definitely try it it's it's a lot of fun and i got down to like the top three in the four or five games that i played uh but couldn't seem to win so if you have a fire flower and you're on like a flat stage level then you have a pretty damn good shot at like destroying all the enemies with ease it's when i went to a water level and had all these things flying at me i'm like okay <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna die that's over
1: water levels so. suck are you allowed to use warps do you know mm-hmm. okay so i feel like I essentially
0: it's essentially like see how far you can get like it doesn't matter how far you get necessarily it matters more surviving essentially. can you survive to the end while getting through all these levels
1: well so by using warps you can effectively avoid a lot of the water levels is what i mean
0: right 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 yeah. yes you can the water so yeah i use the devil i use the warps in one two just like everyone else mm. um but i didn't it got weird because then all of a sudden i was at a i was at a castle i'm like wait a second that's not the succession of these levels but okay so i don't know give it a try it's free highly recommend it to at least try it if you like Tetris 99 you like competitive games like that um it's definitely a lot of fun for a free game so yeah. give it a shot i mean i
1: feel like i've been preparing my entire life for this because literally like my first video game and all i've ever played <laughs> since or until i got like a ps1 was super mario brothers one like i know that and that's game why i inside thought you tried out. it
0: i could have swore you tried it but anyways yeah, yeah i've been yeah. training your whole life for it so hop to it i'm trying i'm trying it's downloaded on my switch
1: so after this episode i will play
0: right We'll see it when we – or we'll believe it when we see it. Oh, my god! I actually have faith. Based on this past week, I think you'll actually do it. Yes, I will. Um, So then I also went – and so Star Wars Squadrons and Crash Bandicoot 4 came out on Friday, and I wanted to give those a try. And GameStop has this program called Guaranteed to Love It, which I think I've talked about before. But when you buy a new release, if you bring it back within 48 hours, they'll give you like a full refund in trade credit, So, um, which is interesting. And so I wanted to use that to try out – star wars squadrons with the psvr mode and then i i got crash 4 to try out as well so um i didn't really intend on keeping either of them but well anyways i'll go into both of them so star wars squadrons is i don't know if you played any of the star wars like jedi starfighter games or anything like that like years and years ago on ps2 and stuff i've never um yeah so they were kind of a different game because starfighter games it's like it's like airplane games, kind of, where you're shooting things. And, I don't know, it's not as exciting to me as, like, a first-person or a third-person or a RPG or action game. So, it's different to begin with. So, Star Wars Squadrons is fun, but, like, the dogfights that they have aren't as exhilarating as I want them to be. And they also got nauseous in VR because you've got your up and down, you've got your left and right, and then you've kind of got your roll. So, if you, like, manage to go one way, like, there's no barrel roll, so you literally have to, like roll back, like, you have to literally fly backwards. Like, I don't know how to explain it. You I have know. To roll in such a way that you fly back into position, yeah. but like, then you're upside down, so you also have to control, like, uh, the pitch and the yaw to actually, like, stabilize yourself, upright again, and I'm like, okay. One, I'm failing this mission. Two, I have no idea where I am. Three, what is up and what is down. So i <laughs> so I'm going to throw like, up, wh- like... yeah it wasn't like i'm gonna like i'm gonna violently throw up kind of thing but it's like i have better things to do than sit here and try to figure out what which way is up in this game when it's not even that exciting yeah is it cool to like turn around and i see r2 behind me in an x-wing yeah super cool um but not worth 40 dollars for me to sit there and be like why am i playing this game so i know a lot of people have bought the flight sticks with uh with the game so that like I saw somebody with like an ultra wide monitor on PC and like the flight stick and like people are really getting into it. So I did play it on PS4 that's not in the VR mode, and the graphics are like like disgustingly better. Like I, <laughs> I think that disgustingly better. <laughs> it, it's because remember it's not rendering the full area; it's just rendering what essentially the cockpit view looking forward. So yeah, it looked a lot nicer. The VR mode's still super cool though, and I, th- and I applaud them for putting the VR mode for the full game. So, um, that being said, obviously that went back to GameStop. So, fun little rental, I guess you could say. Uh, Crash Four was a lot more fun than I ever thought I'd give it credit for. So, super super fun. Highly recommend it. I almost kept that one. And I'm like, you know what? In not but three weeks' time, I'm going to be kicking myself for not selling or getting rid of this because it's going to be like $40 or something because Black Friday's coming up. So, cool. Yeah, so that went back. Uh, but that was... I, I actually bought that on Xbox because until I hear something from Sony about backwards compatibility, I'm not buying any third-party games on, on PS4 because I'm convinced that any game that I do buy that gets a PS5 upgrade is not going to let me transfer my save. That The latest... Uh, victim of that is Maneater, which I also have on Xbox. Coincidentally, I almost bought it on PS4, and that's the, the shark game for those of you that don't know. And you're even though there's 120 FPS mode coming and like 4K and uh, or I guess 4K 60 and all these other benefits, your game save for PS4 will not transfer to PS5. You have to start all over again with the PS5 version. So, are you telling me is that is I should n- not
1: start any games that I don't intend on fishing on PS4 <laughs> currently? Basically,
0: I I don't know I don't know if that's the move or not because what's confusing to me is like then I saw something online about people are saying that there was a cutoff point where like as part of Sony's uh, approval process you had to put in some corner some some sort of upgrade feature where like that would be included like Cyberpunk Cyberpunk is gonna have cross-save because they they've enabled that like that generational leap or whatever whatever they call it the next-gen upgrade version um, So your your save game from PS4 to PS5 is gonna be smooth I think it's the legacy games that are gonna have problems with it but based on what Xbox has let the media show us on series X where I can pick up from my save game from Grand Theft Auto 4 from the cloud from Xbox 360 to t- tomorrow and and literally pick up on that save and and pick up right from where I left off uh, is crazy, and it's unfortunate that Sony is somehow behind the eight ball there. So uh, either way, Crash Bandicoot Four, a uh, lot of fun. The whole mask idea and the mechanics that it introduces is really cool. The flashback tapes, super cool. Um, Tana, I think is her name, uh, which which one of the new playable characters you can play as a whole bunch of different characters. You can play as like at least what the box abert- advertised was Dingo Dial, Dr. Cortex. Uh Tana, I'm pretty sure his name her name's Tana. T A T A W N A. Uh Crash Bandicoot 4 for think I'm like why does that not ring any bells? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, so oh, it's Tana. Okay. Yep, it is Tana. I think she was in She's like the hot Crash <laughs> Yeah, I think she was in Crash 3. Maybe? I think she was in I, all of them yeah she was in all she was in them. the
1: first she was in the very first one. Um, she's kind of like the hawker all the crash is chasing after kind of thing.
0: Oh God yeah she has changed a lot. She's got blue and yellow hair now interesting um, yeah, but she was super fun to play because she's kind of like this muscular like you know using punches and kick kind of uh, character less less so than spinning like crash does and she's also got a hook shot so you can use a hook shot to like get items off in the far off distance which are pretty cool. So, overall I'd say the game is a ton of fun. I cannot wait to rebuy it and and finish playing. I think I got to like the fourth world. Um so it was it was definitely cool. And then the the 90s like flashback tapes were essentially these levels that it was like all the, like a, a whole row of boxes and you had to like figure out how to jump on them in such a way that you didn't fall kind of thing. The bonus the levels, played, yeah. 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 Right. Right, right, right. Yes. So that's cute. Um, yeah, I'm definitely yeah it w-
1: planning on buying that on Black Friday. Uh, yeah, hopefully.
0: And and that's what I think it's going to be. I mean, it, it's been I think it's been well received. Hopefully, a lot of people buy it. Uh, I guess we will see. We will see what happens. But definitely, definitely two fun little uh, two fun little games to rent. I guess you could say and um i'm looking forward to picking up at least crash when uh prices inevitably drop in the next couple of weeks so and a lot of these places are pulling up black friday until like next week so i don't think we'll see any major video game sales then like at least for games that came out recently i could be wrong hopefully i'm wrong i'd like to get tony hawk pro skater for cheap too i feel um, like
1: the newest games will still have like you know like a 10 percent off kind of thing um kind of like how, you know, Amazon will do that for like pre-orders games that aren't come out yet. But besides that, yeah.
0: Yeah. We will we will see what happens. So, but moving in to the hot toddies because I guess it's getting cold out, huh?
1: It is. Yes, I finally changed the thing. It used to be hot pots for it was hot pots for too long and now we're hot toddies. <laughs> it
0: was hot pots for too long. It I was. Love it. it
1: was like the hot toddies.
0: Sons it was you're right the hot toddies jumping into some entertainment news we have actually got a good amount of entertainment news most of which is more delays so <laughs> not anyway. most
1: of which <laughs> just one uh well
0: yeah it's fine. Uh, there's a few here there's a few and there's uh what you don't have on here is that Jurassic World Dominion got delayed an entire year and it's out in June 2022 now wasn't it uh, even announced
1: for 2021
0: yeah it oh, was okay. i'm i'm fairly certain it was so uh, on on a side note, well, not a side note, a happier note. If this is your thing, it's my thing. Hopefully, it's yours too. Uh, Borat, the subsequent movie film, is coming to Amazon Prime Video on October twenty third. The subsequent so movie this,
1: film is that the the official name now.
0: There are now three three different titles that I will <laughs> rattle off here. So I so either way, there was talk about Borat two essentially being done and was waiting to be picked up by somebody. Uh, And that was rumor, and then all of a sudden there was this huge rumor that came out saying that Amazon got the rights to it uh, and that they would be releasing on Prime video. Uh, That was true, and so Amazon put out a a trailer and said, hey, it's coming October 23rd, which is in just two or three short weeks now, uh, less than three weeks from now. So the title that I saw... Let me me pull it up, because there was one that I saw that I was like, hmm, anyway. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Uh, So... The sequel was rumored to be titled Borat, Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Mikhail Pence to Make Benefit Recently Diminished Nation of Kazakhstan. So IMDb says that it's called Borat, Subsequent Movie Film, Delivery of Prodigious Prodigious Bride, Bri- Bribe, hello? Bribe, <laughs> not bride. Prodigious bribe to American regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Um... Either way, this is like stupid, stupid humor, but I don't know. I find Sasha Baron Cohen to be kind of funny, and I got a kick out of Borat, kind of crude humor, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of entertaining, so I'm excited for this one. And what was even funnier is that when the trailer came out, it came out that there was this like Trump impersonator at a Mike Pence rally or a Mike Pence speech a while ago, and no one really knew until now that was actually Sasha Baron Cohen recording this clip for Borat 2. Oh my God. So. <laughs> I am just very excited to see how this all pans out. So, especially because I get it for free with Prime Video. Like, there is no better feeling than getting something for free, not for free, included with a subscription that you already pay for. It doesn't happen often. But when it does... It happens all the time on
1: Netflix. I feel like they're always dropping good stuff.
0: That's true. They are.
1: Are you watching any but, of it? No. But it's there.
0: I'm watching Glee. I forgot about that. I'm there on Season 3, Episode 14. 16? I don't know. We're making our way downtown, walking fast. So. Faces past, and you're
1: homebound. You know it's funny.
0: I can never hear that, and neither can Lauren. So every time we like make the joke, and it's like, walking fast, and it's like, if I knew the next part, I'd tell you, but I don't.
1: You don't? You really? Faces past, and I'm homebound.
0: I don't know. And
1: I need you. Anyways, so speaking of exciting news, or possibly exciting news, I don't know. We'll see what this pants out to be. But Jamie Fox who starred in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield um, as Electro and decidedly wasn't that great of a villain in that movie, is actually returning as Electro in the third Spider-Man movie with, featuring Tom Holland, like the, the current Spider-Man franchise, which at first I didn't even like think what that actually meant, but I was just like, wait, what? They're just doing Electro and they're like, oh, Jamie Foxx, you did this before, right? Let's just hire you again. Um, There's a little more to it. So this one comes from Hollywood Reporter. Let me just get this part out of the way. Jamie Foxx, who played the classic Spidey villain Electro in Andrew Garfield starring in the Andrew Garfield starring Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's a weird way to word it. Is in final talks to reprise the role for the latest Spider-Man installment starring Tom Holland and being made by Marvel and Sony Pictures, currently slated for December 17th, 2021. Even more shocking is now that there are. What?
0: shocking
1: haha oh <laughs> i was like what happened you're right that was on purpose um even more shocking is andrew garfield and toby maguire are also reportedly in talks for this spider-man 3 film um so here goes the multiverse i guess the into the spider-verse live action um so this one comes from we got you covered uh, it looks like the report, or a new report is pointing to this being exactly the case. Phantom Wire is claiming that Marvel has secretly been in talks with both Garfield and Maguire to get them back for Spider-Man 3 opposite Holland. The outlet may also have given us the, uh, our first plot description of the movie, which they say this in the article, but I haven't actually found what the plot description is. Uh, but according to our sources, the studio has written a script which involves three wall crawlers teaming up to take on various villains from their past, including Fox's Electro. Uh, that being said... Uh, Fandom Wire says they've been unable to 100% confirm this at present, so they encourage folks to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but it's worth mentioning that another geek site, Geek has likewise said that McGuire is an active talks to don the spider suit again. Um, how old is Tobey McGuire? There's a question. <laughs> Speaking Tobey McGuire's got to be celebrity 45.
0: ages. I feel like 42 is going to be a number. He is. Drumroll, please. Anyways, call me Ahmed. He is 45 years old. Wow, there you go. Okay, see? It's not that hard. Um, yeah, that's
1: that'll be really, really interesting if this actually comes to fruition. I wonder if it'll be like the central plot of the entire movie or if it'll be just like kind of a, a cameo kind of thing.
0: I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I... It would be... Sh- well, now, you want to really go crazy and get stupid, <laughs> you could mash up the live action movies with into the spider verse, right? And then you could start introducing the animated characters, but I think that would be too much. That would be wild. In the sense yeah. Because I think it would also be doing like Miles a disservice if Miles was the animated version. Yeah. But I think it'd also be super cool, but it would be it would be kind of weird. And and the tone of Into the Spider Verse is, is very different of it's more comic book oriented where you've yeah. got the the, the bow and the Pam and whatever whatever you call them. <laughs> comic oh, no, right yeah i was like so bam, bam. this is super cool though yeah. i cannot imagine well maybe they're trying to redeem spider-man 3 that's what they're really trying to do they're going to call the next movie spider-man 3 and just erase crying <laughs> toby Maguire from the universe redemption
1: every well i guess amazing spider-man 2 that it mm-hmm. wasn't even followed up with a 3 and yeah the original spider-man i'm 3 talking was, about toby
0: Maguire 3 yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: the original spider-man 3 was
0: um not great spider-man when i watched it when i
1: was like I don't know, how old was that when I came out? Like, 12 or 13? Like, I loved it as a teenager, but then I rewatched it again in my later years, and I'm like, oh, I see. I see why this was bad. Um, which is unfortunate, because yeah. the first two were so good. But, yeah, this is this is wild. I mean, if this actually comes to fruition, I will lose my mind. But for now, it is just a rumor. Take a nice pinch of salt. Um,
0: By the yeah. way, what year were you born? 91? Yes. 12 years old, my ass. You were 16 years old. When that movie came out? Yeah, it came out in 2007.
1: Really? Anyways. Okay, May- it came
0: out in May 4th, so you, maybe you weren't 16. Maybe you were 15. I still. was
1: 15. All right, I'm still stupid at that age. Your brain
0: was developed enough to not be stupid. No, it wasn't. you were stupid anyway.
1: That's untrue. Your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25. That's <laughs> when your frontal back lobe... In
0: your P- back in your PSP days. Back in my
1: PSP days, it really was. That was, like, the prime of my... Oh, anyways.
0: anyways. <laughs> he said that really was the prime of my... <gasps>
1: <laughs> do you want to take this next one uh, yeah, deliver yeah, the depressing well, news for once because I always do it
0: yeah well boys and girls uh, d- people of all ages <laughs> we have more delays in the spider-verse universe of movies <laughs> the uh, spider-verse you mean just the general know. universe I wasn't expecting it. I came out of left field relax <laughs> uh, so a bunch of movies were delayed and I don't know it, it's just it's a very shitty time to be releasing movies lately to be making and well to be making movies too yeah so i I, uh my sister just sent me something about going back to jurassic world jurassic world they just shut down the set uh after somebody got coronavirus so oh great good yeah it's fantastic so um obviously it's it's a very delicate balance um but anyway not to get political again but meanwhile in florida coronavirus doesn't exist moving on (laughs) uh this one comes from a hollywood reporter dune has been delayed to october 2021 uh Dune will no longer launch in theaters on you December eighteenth.
1: Wait. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Twenty twenty one. Okay, sorry, sorry, I'm stupid. Go on. <laughs> Are you
0: done? Yes. <laughs> uh has uh Warner Brothers not set not yet officially set a new release date for the legendary temple. Sources, however, tell the Hollywood reporter it will be moved to early October 2021, and likely October first. This is why the Batman was pushed from October twenty one October twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. So uh, on Friday, theaters uh, desperate for new product receives word. Uh, also, another another hook, line, and sinker here. Uh, on Friday, uh, they received word the MGM Universal are delaying the new James Bond film, No Time to Die, from this November in literally one month to April 2021, uh, which essentially put Regal out of business. Well, um, not out of business temporarily. Yeah. Temporarily, <laughs> they t- prolonging their shuttered doors. Yes. Uh, so the delay saw a mega movie theater chain. And Regal parent company Cineworld, the second largest exhibitor globally after AMC, say that it would temporarily close or keep closed all of its locations in the U.K. and the U.S. So, nah, you know, it, it just sucks. It's unfortunate. There's a lot of people that work at these places that now don't have a job uh, still because the movie theaters are closed. So definitely not the not the place to be right now. Uh, movie theaters, obviously. So, Yes. Um, moving down the list here, we got more shuffles from IGN. Uh, Matrix 4 has been moved up from its April 1st, 2022 release date to December 22nd, 2021. Uh, the Flash was delayed from June 2nd, 2022 to November 4th, 2022, and Shazam 2 will now debut in theaters on June 2nd, 2023, instead of its original date of November 4th, 2022. Uh, so things are moving all over the place. Uh uh, I think we reported on it last week about Black Widow getting pushed out again. Yes. Um, yeah, we did. Oh. Scrolling up here. Yes. Black Widow pushed to 2021. Soul is still looking like it's going to hit November, but we know that that is probably not going to be the case anymore. Um, no word from Disney on that yet. The world is in literally literal disarray. Um, but yeah, me just I mean, make sure a no lot of
1: retail. Uh, so a lot of theater chains, like the James Bond thing. I, I put that in there. Cause a lot of the chains were kind of depending on No Time to Die to be the next temple and Dune as well. So now that those were both pushed out, um, they're just not going to stay open. And thus, will Disney actually allow, like, have a place to release Soul? Like, right. even if they wanted to release it in theaters, like, what theaters are even open? So I have a feeling it's going to go the way
0: of Mulan. Um, I would agree with that, and I will happily pay thirty dollars, Disney. Do you hear me, Robert Iger, and all you other people, Bob Chapek? All of you, I'll pay thirty dollars right. for it. Come on! Uh,
1: but I, I, I don't know if it's going to go the exact way where it's like Premiere Access through Disney Plus. I feel like it might go straight to VOD. Like, so Mulan currently now is available on VOD. You don't have to have a Disney Plus subscription. It's still thirty dollars, oh, but yes, you can buy it. Yes, yes, yes. And I think Soul might do just straight to VOD instead of making you. Go through Disney Plus. Depending, I guess, I, I don't was, know. They'd know better on how well Mulan performed in, in its first. Correct.
0: Minutes. Yes. They would know better how Mulan performed and how it did. So if it did well in Disney Plus, then with the premiere access, then I'm sure they'll do it again. If it didn't do as well as they wanted it to, they'll probably send it straight to VOD. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Just scrolling through the list of IGN uh, pictures here with all the delayed movies. I think we've gone over all these pretty much. But Fast and Furious Nine is now May of next year. No Time to Die we just covered. Batman we just covered. Quiet Place was pushed from obviously September fourth, which was the second del- or first delay, and it's now April twenty third. Uh, oh, here we go. Jurassic World Dominion, uh, Universal shifted the film's release from June eleventh, twenty twenty one, to June tenth, twenty twenty two. The New Mutants, what a disaster new mutants remember
1: that oh my god can't believe we waited so long for that movie to be so bad i didn't see it and it's i won't plan on wasting my time with it either so
0: and i think we reviewed all of the mcu changes which my fear is that well i guess they've all it's all shaken up again but I, i don't know eternals got moved obviously to february which was uh shang chi's old date and then that got moved to may 7th again shang chi i don't know anyway the world is in uh, disarray, so if you're looking for a movie, don't look too far because you're mm-hmm. not going to get one. So it's just
1: funny how they keep on like using these established dates, like things are still the same in the old world, like these kind of like set in stone. Like this is our big tentpole date here, and when we take this slot, then we have to move this other movie out three months. And I'm sure there's logic. People have done all kinds of research; it's their entire jobs to do this. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we're in a new world now, and maybe you can expand your horizons a little bit. Why not release a movie every week? Who cares? Nothing's real <laughs> anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, I i hear you, but I think that I think they have no choice but to make those decisions because if you just say, Hey, look, all of our movies are delayed indefinitely, the market's gonna go bizarre and it's gonna say, What the hell? Like, Disney is going under, like, their movie biz- shuttering their movie business, and yeah, 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 whatever else, right? I mean, it's funny, I'm scrolling through this list, it's like the SpongeBob movie that was supposed to come out. That movie's supposed to come out, like, I feel like that was, I don't know, you could have fooled me and said it already came out, and I'm like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't shifted from its original May 22nd date to August 7th, but then was announced that it will instead, instead be available on premium video on demand and CBS All Access streaming services in early 2021. Who the
1: hell has CBS All Access? Name one person. Nobody.
0: But then even, like, the Minions movie, right? So, the Minions movie, that was supposed to come out this July. I got pushed out a full year. That's good. That's it's for the better. Um, yeah, here we go. Pixar Soul postpone their animation, Pixar animation film from June 19th to November 20th. It remains the biggest Disney release not delayed to 2021. The movie also seems on track for a theatrical release despite reports that it could go to Disney Plus. I don't believe that. Um, I don't know. Wonder Woman Christmas Day 2020? Is that a joke?
1: That was recently delayed to then, too. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that'll follow suit with Dune and, and No Time to Die, who were ambitious about Things being better by November, December. Um, You want to hear another joke? What? Tenet. Oh, yeah. Remember Tenet? I mean, Tenet actually came out. Yeah. And
0: uh, I I wonder how it did. I imagine not well.
1: Well, you know, it did come out in theaters, so we should have box office numbers. Like, it wasn't on VOD. I don't know what the box office numbers, though. I can't imagine that they're
0: good. Why don't you jump into the next story, and I'll look up the box office numbers.
1: Yes. So, the next story, in our ongoing saga of Resident Evil news that... Is, just continues to come out of left field this one is actually kind of the most compelling of all of the news that we reported on um, so if you've forgotten I don't blame you, that's fine so this is yet another adaptation of Capcom survival horror series separate from the multiple planned Netflix shows one of which is live action, one of which is like all CG um, so this is a complete reboot of like the actual Resident Evil movie series which starred that woman that I can't remember what her name was but you know the lady you know the covers, that one um, so, production firm. This one comes from IGN. Production firm Constantine Film and writer director Johannes Roberts uh, announced for the cast for its Resident Evil Origin Story, set in 1998 on a fateful night in Raccoon City. So this is like completely like the be literally first game. Um, the movie will star Resident Evil movie will star Kaya Scodelario. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but she's from the Maze Runner series. As Claire Redfield. Perfect. What? You did perfect. Oh, thanks. Um, I have no idea. Hannah John Common, uh she was from Ant-Man and the Wasp as Jill Valentine. Robbie Amell, he was in Upload uh, as Chris Redfield. Uh, Tom Hopper from The Umbrella Academy will be uh Albert Wesker, which I don't know who that is. Uh Avon Albert Wesker, he's a prominent character in Resident Evil. I really only ever played Resident Evil 4 like earnestly, so I don't from a, fr- a fraud. I never said I was a fan. Um I also don't know how to pronounce is it Avon Jogia? jagaya i don't know i'm so sorry avon avon there's a lot I'll, I'll look it up i'm sorry i'm being disrespectful but he's on yogia is it yogia no it's not i don't
0: know i'm just i'm totally guessing <laughs> it might be
1: he was in Zombieland, double tap and also a bunch of other things um he'll be leon s kennedy and neil mcdonough from a show called yellowstone which i've heard about but not seen will be william birkin do you know him is he a prominent character too
0: I, I have no idea. I don't know who William Birkin is. Maybe he's
1: the guy that sells you things from New For the- What are you buying? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no, he's not bad. Um, but yeah, I mean this has a I'd faith I'd say fairly star studded cast. Um, so it looks to be possibly promising. I won't I won't jump to any conclusions. because I'll believe
0: it when I see it. Yeah. Every Resident Evil thing is usually bad. Whether whether it's animated, live action, Netflix, yeah. live, whatever, theaters, they're all bad. So it's fine. We'll see. This looks promising, but I'm not holding my breath because uh, I'll probably not farewell. <laughs> never before, breathe. So. Yeah, I know. I never breathe. Oh uh, so update on Tenet. Uh, so right now the budget was $205 million. <sighs> And the box office numbers are coming in. It looks like World so So, Box Office Mojo is saying that domestically it made $45 million. Uh, Internationally, it made $262 million. So, it's for a total of $307 million. So, it looks like it made money. Well, that's Um, good. But I... It's disappointing because I feel like they're really missing the ball. Like, now is the time. Strike while the iron's hot. Release on a video on demand within the next month get people while they're starting to take breaks for the holidays and yeah give the people something to watch yeah same
1: goes for soul there's no reason to not release it on video on demand at this point like right any theaters that opened i feel like have re have closed again well i don't know maybe florida is different but like most theaters that have opened in like the tri-state area have like closed again i don't know i feel like nothing is really it's not it's just not worth it no it's not like i refuse to travel i think my roommate actually was like yeah i went to jersey city to go see it at the theater in newport because it's open there and i was like interesting like i don't plan on traveling, like crossing state lines to go see a movie in a theater and then come back and ride the subway and ride the path train like all these enclosed spaces with limited ventilation i'm good i'll pass
0: no i agree with you and yeah and, and, I, and I think companies realize that. I think they've got to... Someone's got to be out there somewhere saying, okay, the feedback we're getting from our customers is that they don't want to go to theaters. Like, send out a survey. We'll tell you. Yeah. Hello, at, at everyone. We're not going to the theaters.
1: And it's funny because... And that's if- that on that. <laughs> Pen drop. Um, it's funny because AMC tried to launch like a video-on-demand service within their like AMC app so you can rent movies or buy movies, I guess, from AMC. But I think... They they missed the mark in that they didn't adopt it to be a part of like movies anywhere or anything like that. So there's less of an incentive to buy your things through through AMC or rent them through AMC. Um, but I feel like if they had set that up to be perfect or at least worked on it during the the shutdown uh, a little more or during like the beginning of quarantine, they could have really set themselves up to be kind of like another streaming service to rival. Like I guess they'd be more of a rival like Fandango than than iTunes or something bigger in that space but they could at least have some kind of revenue stream there um so i don't know it's all water under the bridge now and we'll just see how it how it fares and whether there will be movies theaters to see all these movies that are purportedly coming out in 2022 so anyways (laughs) enough depressing news um shall we move on to the hot tidies of the video games now that we have like less than 10 minutes left granted there's not that much to cover anyway
0: all right buckle in let's run through this so Hot tidies for video games. First off, uh, the Super Smash well, the actually Nintendo of America Twitter account came out and said, Hey guys, you know, we're gonna announce a new Super Smash Brothers character. Everyone got hella hyped. There was rumor that uh, it would be Overwatch representation. Uh, got us excited. We were let down. It's Minecraft Steve. So whatever. I, I'm over this. It, it, you know, I don't know. It's 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 huge. I don't wanna take away from the fact that Minecraft Steve coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a huge 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 win for microsoft and nintendo because i mean minecraft is perhaps one of the largest franchises in video game history uh and to get steve in there and then the alternate costumes are like alex and some kind of zombie and then enderman which i guess is like Slenderman, but a you know minecraft version so either way they're different costumes there's different levels i mean the movesets look cool everything looks really cool it, you know it's it's good. There's I mean, also it's good, like, for, it's good for the game. I didn't
1: realize that the reveal was 45 whole minutes. They literally went into every single detail.
0: They were like, "This was no, this was separate and apart." The reveal was three minutes, and then they're like, "Hey, tune in on like two days from then, like Thursday, and we'll go in depth to all the move sets." Oh, okay, sorry. So, so the reveal
1: wasn't 45 minutes, but they did spend 45 minutes talking about this character in a separate video, which is insane to me. But I guess when you're a right. Smash fan, I need it's to watch.
0: Good. Oh. Minecraft still be available as part of the Fighters Pass on October 13th coming from Inverse. Okay. Well, that's good. I didn't realize that. That comes out next week. So, yeah, I'll give that a try. I mean, I bought the Fighter Pass because I'm a total tool for Nintendo. So Yeah, of course. That's uh, that's good. And Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes is coming as a me Fighter costume. Uh unfortunate but i don't know i didn't see him coming as a, a full character so not entirely surprising
1: i mean i would have rather them just not even like tease like why even bother being like oh he'll come as a me fighter character like who cares about me fighter characters i don't
0: know Anyways. they they find that as representation for different characters that's so. I- we don't have a tracer me fighter costume yet so there's still hope people so we'll <laughs> hold out
1: it's definitely gonna be tracer diva when it when it is an overwatch character if it's a overwatch character
0: i highly doubt they're gonna do d i mean maybe they'll do diva maybe i'm wrong i don't know
1: i feel like diva's Pretty popular. Like most of the they merch didn't... you see for Overwatch is D.Va. Like you don't really ever That's see true. Tracer merch. Like I think Tracer's on the cover, but D.Va's the more
0: popular character. You're right. You're right.
1: Anyways, um, going down the list here, this is something so, this is a callback to last episode where we were discussing um, Xbox Series X's storage. So uh, we learned that the Xbox Series X will have 800, or, and the S will have 802 gigabytes uh, available space on the main system um, of the one terabyte. And I had briefly speculated like, oh, maybe they're advertising PS5 having 825 gigabytes because that's the usable space and it's actually one terabyte. Wrong! Indeed, I was wrong. Um, There have been multiple rumors and leaks um, of someone going through like the UI of PS5, not really showing off too, too much. Um, But in one of the videos, there's a screen that shows that there's approximately like 660 something gigabytes uh, of usable space. And like when they have nothing else installed, um, other rumors said 625 other rumors said 700 something so let's just say it'll have roughly eight uh, and i would say 650 to 700 gigabytes of usable space of the 825 uh, so unfortunate is significantly less that's like at least three or i'd say like two big games three smaller games or four um, that you can't have installed concurrently on your ps5 uh, but
0: it's fine Did you say 650 gigabytes is only three games? No, no, no.
1: I'm saying the difference between—sorry, that was poorly. Oh, the difference. Yeah. The difference between Xbox Series X and PS5 is roughly like three or two or three games worth.
0: Gotcha, Um, gotcha, gotcha. So for, I guess for comparison, when we looked at, I think it may have been last week or maybe not. uh, Miles Morales is about 50 gigabytes. Uh, Miles Morales plus Spider-Man Remastered is about 100 gigabytes, so another 50 gigabytes, and then I think Demon Souls is about 100 gigabytes if memory serves me right. So if you were to get those two games, assume you got the Ultimate Edition, that's 200 gigabytes right there.
1: Yeah, which... I mean, I don't know how many games, like, large games like that, people have installed on their systems concurrently. Usually when I beat a game, like Horizon, once I beat it... Well, I didn't delete it off my off my PS4 Pro, but I deleted it off the, the OG PS4, um, just because that was only... I think I only have, like, 500 gigs on this guy. Um, so, yeah, I... I think cyberpunk is like 70 gigs red Dead redemption is like a hundred i know like the division is like somewhere close to a hundred so or um i don't know we'll see We'll see what happens sorry
0: uh quick correction here demon souls will take about 20 uh excuse me 66 gigabytes of your space okay yeah but i know call of duty Warzone or modern warfare modern warfare storage space
1: that one's a big one i remember
0: I it's like 150 here we go Uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Warzone installation on the PC takes up 212
1: gigs. On PC? Well, I think, so on PC, I guess they don't compress the games as much. They don't compress the assets as much as they do on consoles. Because they know that space is much more precious on a console than it is on a PC.
0: Uh, at this point, Modern Warfare now takes up over 200 gigabytes of storage space. That's nuts. Um... It looks like it looks like that might be across the board, that. I, mean, I don't even know if that's just PC.
1: There's no way it's over two hundred gigabytes on console, because I have okay. my roommate has it installed on the the PS4 Pro that we have in the living room. But I don't think it takes up that much. I think it's only a terabyte. Settle um,
0: down there, cowboy. Let's look.
1: Matter mattern, mattern. Where for
0: PS4 yeah. size? I'm looking on. Oh, these are the update sizes i know uh
1: it's 156 on ps4
0: okay is that with or without warzone
1: uh that's without warzone um right infinity ward still recommends pc oh that's pc players whatever um that's crazy oh okay warzone is a whopping 80 to 100 gigabytes apparently there you go so on top of the original game that is right bananas Someone on oh, Reddit literally says, How is Modern Warfare 149 gigabytes? Really? Right. They're like and they're comparing it to how like Red Redemption 2 is much bigger and smaller, but it's, right. it's just the assets.
0: Yeah, it's it's totally insane.
1: That is nuts. Um Alright, so yeah, we run through these last two or last three. Yeah. Real let's
0: quick? let's jump into it. So Fall Guys season two comes out tomorrow. Uh there's a new level that was shown off called Night
1: night, City. night... I
0: don't know. <laughs> uh, uh crap i totally i'm drawing a blank i just had it fall guys new level
1: oh night, Nights, as in um, with a k
0: yeah night night fever got it uh, so it's a new a new level it's coming to fall guys looks pretty cool um,
1: they also announced so. uh, what was the there's a new like the, the other one the first one was big yeti and this one's like th- thick Chonkus or something stupid i don't know who's naming these but like it's another thing that'll like swing around that they've added to some maps that has like spikes on it i don't
0: know uh i did i, I know exactly what you're talking I forgot about what it's called uh, it's like
1: thick Chonkus or something stupid
0: media tonic is keeping the remaining level under wraps for now blah, blah, blah. did recently uh blah, blah. games trailer i would stick something up, uh, thick. here we go new fall guys reveal thick bonkus that's what it is Sorry, big bonkus,
1: Big bonkus, and big Yedis. So big eatus was the first one. which Almost sounds like Norman Reedus, but anyways, big eatus was the first one, and the second one is is like a giant, another big like hammer with two. I don't know how to describe it, but it's called thick bonkus. Just look it up.
0: I I literally have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> it's like it's a giant log, and it's attached to two poles, and it swings around. Kind of like the amusement park I hear ride. What you're
0: saying. I hear what you're saying. I just have never seen that. In all the reading I've done on the internet.
1: Oh, I don't know. I followed them on Twitter, so I just saw one of their tweets. And they were like, thick bonkus," And literally, so, so well, under the announcement tweet, there's a reply. And you know that meme where the woman is pointing at the cat and the cat's like sitting at the table hissing? You know the meme. Yes. And she's like yeah, yelling. Yeah. So they did that with Fall Guys characters. And what, the one pointing is like, why did you call it thick bonkus?" And the cat that's hissing is like, I let the community name it. So.
0: Oh my god. You go. Probably did.
1: Uh oh, anyways. But,
0: yes, in bigger news, a CD Projekt, uh, excuse me, um, <laughs> Cyberpunk, I'm sitting here looking, CP, CD project. no. Close uh enough. That's CDPR, CD, PR, CD project. Red. CD project. Red has gone gold on Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> there you go. So there are no more delays for that game. We should be good to go. Discs are printing, start your engines, ladies and gentlemen, November 17th. Uh, just in time for directly after next gen for uh, coming out. So oh, I'm so uh, so so excited. I I was telling you this earlier. I literally have not looked at anything. Like I haven't looked at any. I haven't really looked at much footage or gameplay. So you should watch some of like it... the
1: Night City broadcasts. I know you like want to avoid spoilers as much as possible, but I think the game is so large that it's like anything they're showing in these in these broadcasts aren't um, too aren't spoilery it's just like the, the beginning of the game like what choices you have because i think when you watch those then you'll be more informed about what choice you want to make when you start your game because like the three yeah. story modes that you can pick the three like background stories like that means the first few hours of your game are g- going to be completely different and i feel like you'll want to choose something that you're actually going to enjoy i don't know it's really cool though to get a good idea of whether you know i think i this going to be one of those games that i probably sink like hundreds of hours into a la skyrim or animal crossing but We'll see. I'm excited regardless.
0: Yeah, so I, maybe I maybe I will watch the Night City uh, the Night City videos.
1: I think they're called broadcasts. I don't remember what it's called. Night City Wire. That's what it is. And they do them. The developer City Project Projekt Red, does them like every month or so. Uh, yes, no, I movies,
0: know. Yeah. I know they've been happening. I just haven't watched them.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched them in completion, but I'll skip through them. I'm like, ooh, this looks really cool. I'm excited, and then that's it. Freak. Keanu Reeves is there, so.
0: Oh, is he? I didn't even realize. And well,
1: he, not in the wire things, but he's in the game as a character.
0: Well, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll watch. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. We'll see.
1: All right. Um, we'll all see. Wrapping us up, bringing us home. This one's not even... I don't know why I left this for last. This is kind of like the least exciting thing here. Or maybe it's exciting for you. I think it's low-key exciting. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is getting a remaster. Uh, so this one comes from IGN. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered has been announced, and it's coming through PC, PS4, Xbox, and uh, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch um, on November 6th and November 13th on the Switch. Um, The Criterion games developed Need for Speed Hot Pursuit came out 10 years ago and is still a fan favorite. It's being released this November with updated visuals, all of its DLC, cross-platform multiplayer, and more in the form of a remaster. Um, It'll run, you know, at 4K 60 FPS on PC, 4K 30 on PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X, um, 1080p 30 on Switch when it's docked, and 720 30 when it's undocked. Uh, but they've updated like all the textures, and there's more particles and better anti-aliasing and all that fun stuff. Um, so it looks cool. I saw I watched like a brief comparison video, and I didn't really see the difference too much on the PC versions, but um the upgrade from Xbox three sixty to the current version is like night and day. The Xbox three sixty version looked horrible. So um this is looking exciting. I always had a soft spot for the Need for speed series and I really hope that they do underground two next. So
0: Do you have a soft spot for suit? Um vaguely.
1: I've played it more okay. than once.
0: Just making sure. <laughs> I genuinely have. He's like, I think this is pretty exciting. I've never played the goddamn I game. I have, it's the one with the cops. Hmm, that's why you're in Hot Pursuit, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I, see, I see. Yes.
1: The no, Hot Pursuit one, the Hot Pursuit games have always been good, um, or the Hot Pursuit game has always been good.
0: I've I've never played. I think I've only played Underground Two, just like you. I don't think I've ever played Hot Pursuit. So I know the I know the like the box and everything, so I've seen the game like on store shelves and yeah. I recognize it, uh, but I've never I've never played it. So if this is exciting for you. I support you on that. I mean, I won't buy it at launch or anything. Like, let's not get crazy.
1: I'll wait until it's like, let's let alone sale.
0: play it in the first three years that I own it. Relax. Let's, don't let's not get too crazy. Relax.
1: But I don't know. It's fun to fun to see. I well, actually, no. Eventually, it'll be available to us for free via Game Pass because it is
0: what are you... an EA game because it's EA what? Play. Oh yes, yes, yes. Eventually, it, it will. Yes,
1: because yeah. EA Play doesn't do. It's not going to be day of launch, but eventually, it'll be available for free. So there you go.
0: Right, eventually it will be. And by that time, you'll play it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have finished all the other games on backlog.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> now now we're getting real crazy.
1: Now we're going going to Clown University. All right. Clown University? <laughs> Anyways.
0: <sighs> but, yes, buckle in, everybody. It's going to be a wild next month. Uh, hopefully we, we did get a teardown of the PS5 today. We didn't go through it, but... I don't think there's much to go through. It's like ah, oh, there's a large heat sink. and it's like oh, okay, there's yeah. a big fan. It's like oh, okay, um, <laughs> there is a big fan.
1: The little yeah. the, the stand mechanism was really cool, but
0: yeah, yeah. Unless you're like some people on the internet that are like, oh my god, you need a screwdriver to take the stand off. That's ridiculous. Oh my god, it's I, I mean people, time and time again. Yeah. I'm impressed slash also shocked at people that make these comments on the internet. I'm like, okay, yes. what are we, five years old still complaining <laughs> about this? Like, it's silly. Uh, you gotta remember
1: that there are five-year-olds on the internet.
0: Well, not five, but like 12. <laughs> yes, but also five-year-olds. Yes. So, like, I, I don't know, the whole thing with like laying the PS5 on its side, taking off the stand, and then like Xbox putting out like a... Look, let's say you turn the Xbox Series X on its side. The Xbox Series X on its side looks like shit, so. I mean. And it's not symmetrical.
1: Realistically, it's going to be on its side if I ever get one because I genuinely cannot fit it
0: anywhere else, but whatever. Yeah, but then, like, the the stand is built in, so it's like, I don't know, it feels like they're flashing us. He's like, here, look at my stand ass. Like, I don't know.
1: Stand ass? What do you
0: mean?
1: Oh, because it has little, like, feet on the bottom of it?
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. My closing thoughts for this episode are. It's crazy when you think about it and you look at all the generational launches uh, for new systems and where we've come from. When you think about, like, the N64 and, like, the control stick and 64-bit graphics, that was huge. And then the jump to, like, GameCube, PS2, Xbox, uh, OG, that was a big leap. And then it was, like, PS3, we well, P- this is where things started to go really, like, everyone started to go their own way. PS3 and Xbox 360, it was like, wow, graphics are really getting better, huh? And, and Wii was kind of like, the graphics are, are you know marginally better, but we have motion controls now. And then it was like, hey, we got the Wii U. Graphics are on par with, or a little less sometimes, uh, with PS3 and Xbox 360. PS4 and Xbox One are like, we got you know even better graphics, where it's <laughs> like, mm, okay, we're pushing a little bit now. And then the mid-generational leap was like, oh, we got 4K graphics. And it's like, oh, okay, well, nobody really knows what 4K is necessarily. So there's a lot of people that don't. And then you had... Uh, now this jump, it's like, watch this game load up in three seconds. And it's like,
1: this jump, I think it's, it's
0: that and ray tracing as
1: well. Ray tracing is
0: pretty big. I guess we haven't seen the effects of ray tracing yet because they haven't, neither company has shown the true next gen experience, right? Which is crazy in my opinion because this is something we would have seen at at e3 with like assassin's creed valhalla or whatever that might be and we've seen it through videos but we haven't seen like actual gameplay footage i think like
1: the only example we've seen was spider-man remastered like yes that's the only example very well even then we haven't seen
0: we haven't seen gameplay of it though it's just we did there's
1: like a whole thing did you not see those
0: youtube videos and it's like literally side by side of the Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes it's really right.
1: obvious. Like, it looks great. The reflections look great and everything, but, like, am I going to play the game all the way again from the beginning? No.
0: But, no. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this generation pans out. I think that people are so excited and everyone's so locked up, and people just want something new to experience and play and say, oh, I bought this $500 piece of technology. Let me go buy a new game for it. And it's like that charm of a new system. Um, while I think that it's a shitty time for them to come out because it's just like. The world is a mess. I think it's also a good idea to come out. Well, it's they're lucky, I guess, to come out now because people are are looking to buy something. Yeah. But at the same time, people have lost their jobs. There's people that might not be able to afford it when they would have before. You know. But that's a, a separate discussion. So.
1: Yes. Now, I mean, it's I'm excited regardless. I uh, I don't know. It's funny to see the all the the fanboy wars are alive and well. Like just looking in the comments of any anytime Xbox or PlayStation tweets something like. Just seeing people go back and forth and I'm like, ah yes, I remember two (laughs) thousand five. So literally Yeah. No, it's
0: it's I don't know. The whole thing the whole going back and forth with between Sony and Xbox with like just stupid stuff. Like nothing it's like not important stuff anymore. The biggest thing is backwards compatibility. Yes. Microsoft did it right, Sony's messing it up. I get that. But at the same time, do we need like all these articles and all this bickering back and forth to get that point across? I'm not quite sure we need that.
1: Yeah. But the moral of the story is and the thing that I've learned is I'm glad that I beat Horizon on PS4 before PS5 because I would have been pissed if I loaded the disc into PS5 and it's like you can actually do this here. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool.
0: No, so the problem is that it's it's not PS4 to PS4. Like you may not get you might get like slightly boosted graphics, but it won't be like if they have if they offer a PS5 mode on Ghost of Tsushima. I well, I wasn't I talking
1: about graphics. I was talking about the save file.
0: I'm still talking about the save file. Yes, oh. <laughs> unless there are unless it's like a totally. Upgraded version of the game of like Horizon, like I think Horizon would be the same deal. Where it would be a new save file. You can still boot in the game. I'm pretty sure and play your save file from, with like from your PS4 being emulated, right? So you're not getting the PS5 version of it, if you will. So oh,
1: what you're saying is the P- when it's a PS5 like remastered version, like so like Spider Man remastered is like a as a separate SKU. It's a different game. You're not like Correct. just popping in the old Spider Man disc. Then your save file and transfer, but when it is the same game that you're just popping in from your PS4, it'll work. Yes, that that is what I
0: understand it to be. Now, as, uh, okay. now the saves should all come over because they should all be backed up in the cloud through PlayStation Plus. Yes. So the question will become: Okay, so like, does Man eater putting that disc into your PS5 does it give you the option to be to say, okay, here I have the PS4 version. Does that give you the entitlement to get the PS5 version? Right? Does that you know what does that do? So I don't know. A lot of a lot of these questions are all up in the air. Supposedly. People were supposed to be getting review units. Like uh, prominent YouTubers uh, are supposed to be getting their review units as of Monday. I don't know if that actually happened. Interesting. Uh, That was something I saw online, but we will we will see.
1: I mean, it'll yeah. I think it's on a game to game basis, I guess, in terms of like upgrade things, because like Cyberpunk has been announced that they will transfer your save over. But I guess it's up to the developers whether they want to allow for that kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Anyways, now we will we're... see. Remember, we haven't even seen the UI yet, so let that settle in.
1: That's fine. I'm fine with not seeing the UI until I boot mm-hmm. it up myself, and I'm like, wow. That's, like, my favorite part of a new system is, like, booting into the main menu. Like, sometimes when I'm bored, I'll listen to... I'll go on YouTube and, like, be, like, the console startup sounds from, like, 1970-something
0: to now. You are truly so weird. The
1: Sony PS1... PS1 startup sequence is, like, top-notch. Got tier. Anyways. <laughs>
0: I still it's think PS3 about? might be the one of the best. Or PS2. Well, PS3. No, no, what PS3. was PS3's? It was oh, like done. that no. orchestrated version.
1: Yes. Where it's just like, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I like PSP a lot, yeah. too. I never had a PSP. Go listen to the sound up, the, the startup sound of PSP. It's pretty cool.
0: The sound up, the startup.
1: <laughs> listen, all right. Now that we're almost 15 minutes ahead <laughs> or over our hour, um, I believe there's no more no more breaking news alerts or anything like that. No more last minute topics.
0: Not that my eyes have seen, but I'll do one last uh, do one last check. Oh, we didn't talk about how the PS5 fins look like they'll be able to be replaced. The fins. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs>
1: the the white sides. Yeah, they just pop off. There's no screwdriver required for that. They just literally pop off. Um, so I'm sure that there will be modded, customizable versions or like wraps for the existing ones or whatever, um, which should be cool. We'll see.
0: Uh, apparently a T-Rex fossil sold for $31.8 million, which is now the most expensive dinosaur fossil ever sold. Could
1: have been Indiana Jones. Could have been Oh, Pikmin
0: 3, Pikmin 3 Deluxe is getting a demo, it's actually out now, and the, uh, save data actually transfers to the full game, so.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. There you go, so you can play a demo and not feel like you've wasted your time. Right.
0: Good. (laughs) Alright. Oh yeah, so going back to the story on Jurassic World, by the way, to round it out, it was multiple people. Uh, that tested positive for coronavirus.
1: Was it just crew or cast as well? Do we know?
0: Um, I hate this. So it says, Woke up to the, Colin Trevorrow tweeted, Woke up to the news. We had a few positive coronavirus tests on Jurassic World Dominion. All tested negative shortly after. But due to our safety protocols, we're going to pause for two weeks. Check back soon. Wait. Um, they tested
1: negative shortly after?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense, but...
1: When I mean, were they tested positive? Like they were tested positive yesterday, and now today
0: they're negative again. I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, go look at Colin Trevorrow's uh, Twitter account. There's a dinosaur with a mask on. So oh nice, that. the dinosaur rose. up. <laughs> they're not going to let them. They're not going to let them go extinct again. All right, stop! Oh my god, <laughs> this Coronavirus been... killed the dinosaurs again. They can't stand a chance again.
1: Uh, all right, this has been. Episode 94 of What The Funcast. We will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully with some more exciting news about, I don't know, God knows what. I don't know what's about to be announced, but we'll see. Um, But this has been Episode 94. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace!